Welcome to Hospitality 360. We just got voted one of the top podcasts of 2021. I don't know. I think we were five or six or somewhere over there. But, you know, thank you, obviously, to all our listeners for making this happen. We did it in 33 episodes. So, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, you know, people say it's my show. It's really not my show. It's obviously all the members you see minus two. Uh, we have Brian J. Esposito that can't be here. He's been baptized, you know, baptized. <laughs> you know, he's part of this revolutionary NFT project. You know, Babes, if you haven't heard about it, check it out. They're on Discord, Twitter. I'm also a brand ambassador there as well. So check it out. Stephanie Malik is obviously not feeling well. So we wish her the best. You know, hopefully you get well soon. And then Katie Steinberg, that's our other panel member that's not here. Uh, she's stuck in a blizzard, yes, in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. So, Katie, put your snow boots on, and we wish that you do have power. We want you to have power, and if you don't have power, we can't help you. So we hope you have power. So, but I do want to welcome Paula to the show live from Brazil, and she also, her show, At Sweet, was one of the top podcasts of 2021. So congratulations, Paula. And you also got awarded, uh, what was it, the top executive up and coming for 2022. So congratulations on that. Welcome to the show, Paula. Oh, thank you so much, Ken. Thank you, everybody, for the award, too. Let me thank everybody for the award. And congratulations on your award as well. Your show is really cool. I've seen it a few times. I'm a bit worried. I sat on the backstage. I still am. So we're going to take two two minutes to warm up, you know? <laughs> and oh, then... yeah. You're fine. You're fine. You've done this plenty of times, you know? I mean, we... we... But, yeah, I'm sorry. But this is the first one in, the, in this year. So I guess I... I lost the the touch. I don't know. I don't know. So like, I'm feeling a bit nervous. Like round of like Paula. <laughs> you'll, yeah. You'll be, fine. you'll be fine. Thank you, Paula. So and we have Jeff Dreskel, Chief Impact Officer, EB Hotel, Chief Everything, Football Everything, Baseball Everything. You know, he's just EB everything. <laughs> Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. It's been a couple months, uh, you know, with the holidays and getting sick. Everybody takes their one week sick vacation. I took mine uh, right near the new year. So happy to be back talking with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. We know you had to work at your part-time job. So, you know, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously the president of EV hotel and yes, got voted one of the top 25 executives. So, you know, look at Calvin Stovall and wrote a book. I mean, what else is up, Calvin? <laughs> hey, man, just trying to keep up with you, Ken, man. I'm doing oh, man. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. I'm excited to be here. Got my buddies on here. Got Jeff, got Paula. Paula, so good to see you again. You know, Likewise. so thank you so much for joining us today. It's going all the way from Brazil. I think that's wonderful. Excited to be here. Thank you, Calvin. Obviously, um, it's a glorious day. It's February. The groundhog um, said whatever <laughs> he wanted to say. I mean, I don't even know what he said. Some, uh, I mean, our audience members are going to probably have to tell us what he even said. But, you know, it, it's a busy, busy week in hospitality. Obviously, a lot of things are happening. I'll, and I also want to thank our sponsors, um, Contractors, Closers, Connections, and Chris Meyer. Uh, with all his chapters in Richmond, Miami, Orlando, Tampa Bay. I'm probably missing some chapters, but he's opening new ones up all the time. And he's also our director of acquisitions at EV Hotel. So thank you, Chris, for sponsoring the show. And obviously, Surf Request, that's been with us from episode one. So thank you, Surf Request, for sponsoring the show, doing a lot for this show. And can't wait. Can't wait for what 2022 brings to both of those companies as well. Um, So let me get right into it. As I was saying, you know, there was a lot of things happening in hospitality. 
one of the things that really caught my eye, and I think if people haven't heard, it's Hyatt. Hyatt became the first hotel brand to offer digital room keys in the Apple wallet on the iPhone and the Apple watch. Uh, they've said that they're actually putting this pilot out to six hotels. They're going to have this globally. The supported and company that's supporting this for them on the launch is Asa Ablo. And people in hospitality probably know Asa Ablo. If they don't, they're obviously the lock provider, and along with SafeLock and other companies that do provide locks for the hospitality industry. Um, what kind of got me here? from this article, you know, and congratulations for Hyatt, obviously, you know, you, you've done a great job trying to play in the innovation factor of it. And I've spoken to people high up there in Hyatt on my previous conversations, and they did say their focus was on technology. So I like to hear that from a brand, you know, um, but what got me here is the article. And this is sometimes what does get me about the industry and some of these articles and publications is I don't think they understand when they say, say they've, they're stating that they're at the forefront of innovation. This is not innovation. Let me give you the truth reality behind that. This is something that is needed. This is not an innovation. Innovation is something that's unique. This is not unique. We need to have digital keys that play a big factor into our industry so we do have the same processes as the airline industry. So I'll kind of go to Calvin first. What are your thoughts on Hyatt? I mean, I'm sure you have a lot to say there. Well, well, you know, I, I I have to commend them. I do I do agree with you on the quote unquote innovation word of what it is. I, I agree with that definition. Is it, it has something? It should be something unique. But when you look at the industry, <laughs> it's innovative in that case. I mean, it, they're they're one of the first ones to do it. Um, and I just think what what I loved about it is that. They they've partnered with a well-known brand to get it done. Um, yes. Having having Apple Wallet involved, Apple Watch. Um, you know, I heard some stats on iPhone. I mean, they're just killing and crushing it out there. So it's I think that helps tremendously. Um, and and again, anything that can create. And I'm always like this. It sounds good as long as it works. And I, I'm assuming, <laughs> long as it works, <laughs> you know, um, you know, because a lot of times you hear people say, "Hey, we got the innovation," and then you don't, it doesn't work. So if you don't have to go to the front desk, I'm all. I mean, that's beautiful. And and all of the when I was reading it, I was imagining it happening, and I, I was very. I think it's a very positive thing. And so once a, a brand breaks out and does something like that, I'm just hoping the other brands will follow suit. Um, and start trying to do some technology. It's a small step to what is needed. There's a lot of stuff that that I think the industry needs to do and some changes. But this is a step in the right direction. And so I have to I have to commend them for that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think when a brand does something and does something that hasn't been done, you know, I think they're trying, right? Yeah. That's what we right. ask, right? I think our goal at EV Hotel was to revolutionize the industry so they can kind of follow the innovations that we've created. This is not following, but this is kind of let's work together and we can all change the industry and revolutionize the industry together. That's right. the whole thing here. Jeff? Yeah, so going back, uh, I got to go back to your Groundhog Day statement. Uh, so Phil, the Groundhog, did see his shadow. So there's going to be another six weeks of winter. So I had to. I had to <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Get one that, that out there. That's some innovation. You, want, yeah, you, want, yeah. you must have thrown a deep pass for that one. Uh, I got I got that text from my dad. He's been <laughs> he sends me a text every day with a random fact for the like past four years. So really, how, how does Jeff? You're in Orlando. So how how do you? Do you see a groundhog coming up in Orlando? Oh, I don't know if it's winter or summer out there. It's all the same yeah. down here in God's country. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. it's pretty warm in Orlando, but it's Jeff Dresco country out there. Yeah. Jeff Dresco well, walks out in Orlando. Everybody knows him. Gave I don't know about that. Player of the I don't year. know about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, going back to the article, I think you guys both hit on it. That's something that's needed. Um, this past weekend, I was at... Um, a hotel for a wedding for, you know, two or three nights. And it was like, I mean, it was not a cheap hotel. It was like a thousand dollars a night. 
And I had, you know, more conversations about where's the key? Do you have the key? I lost the key. Don't forget to give me that key. And when you're paying, you know, a thousand dollars a night, you shouldn't have to think about anything. You shouldn't have to waste one second thinking about where's the key or, hey, this key doesn't work because it was close to my phone. So, I mean, it's needed. And, um, you know, I think like like Calvin said, and you said as well, Ken, like you got to commend them. You got to, you know, you got to give them applause and it's a great start, a long way to go, but uh, it's good to see, you know, a major brand taking a step in the right direction. Absolutely. You know what? I I always say we do. I'm not going to name the other brands or anything of that sort, but you know, this is what other brands should follow. You know, if they don't want to follow EV Hotel, that's fine. You don't have to. But at least follow ones that are in the top three or top four, you know, and Hyatt is in that category. So congratulations, obviously, to them on that. Uh, Paula? Yeah. First of all, just want to say that I'm in Brazil. It's summer. It's hot. It's carnival because people are talking here in the chat about winter. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I agree with all of you. I think that any effort that hotels do to make the process more easy, convenient and 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 better for the guest. Uh, that, that's 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 music to my ears. So uh, I don't think it's innovation, like you you pointed out, Ken. I think that it was already we were already moving to this direction. So it's not innovation per se, but uh, I think it's it's it, it's something that we it's good for the industry. I think more and more people doing it, more more people will follow uh, the lead. So and I just have to say like a fun fact because. Uh, again, I'm Brazilian, so I'm pretty sure all, any Brazilian that read that uh, article think the same as me. Mm-hmm. But you don't know in US, but in Brazil, we have the most expensive iPhone in the world. We pay like double the price. So, yeah. Wow. So wow. That's, but that is a very cultural thing. Just, just a fun yeah. fact, because, of course, if, uh, we do admire Apple. Uh, like Calvin says, they... they they got together with a brand that is very respectable uh, all around the world. It's everybody knows it, but for for a Brazilian, we're like, uh, that's not so that's not so great, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just just a fun fact about it. But yeah, uh, I agree with you guys, and uh, it's it's nice to see more and more technology uh, entering, finally entering the hotel industry. And the one thing too, just sorry, just to finish. Um, I like that they, they invest not only in this, but that during the article, you can read that they invest in a lot of departments. They have guest messaging, they have uh, mm-hmm. the housekeeping mm-hmm. and all that. So, yeah, if you can automate or if you can put it, uh, again, easier for guests, you should you should do it. Of course, not all hotels can do this kind of investment, but just figure out what is your gaps, where the, the guests are less satisfy and try to to use technology in your benefit i think that's it yeah absolutely i mean you know this is we we need to move forward and you know this is step one so glad they did it um so we're gonna take it from hyatt to a chicago-based hotel brand company to brazil yeah your country your home yes i mean this is something I found it, you know, I think our team actually found this one, but, you know, the Rosewood Sao Pablo Hotel opens in Brazil. And this is a 160-room hotel, opens in 2022. And I would probably say there was a lot of things in here and a bunch of restaurants and a bunch of things in there that had to do with design and all of this. So I'm going to skip all of that. And I'm going to yeah. go straight to you, Paula. Okay. You tell us what this is all about. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course, we were pretty excited with this news. They already, uh, they had the opening ceremony, I think it was January 10th, but they opened in with not all the restaurants, uh, st- 
they don't they are not running with all the restaurants. I think it's only two of six. So they just started and they had to postpone three times. So everybody was like waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, it is I think it shows for us at least uh, what when I read the article, it shows uh, how much Brazil is still it's a good investment in terms of tourism. Uh, we are expecting, if I'm not mistaken, 146 new hotels until 2025. And this wow. one, it's a big one. And here in Brazil, uh, because of the pandemic, I have to say, uh, luxurious travel became uh, really, really uh, um, in, like trendy. Because, yes. you know, people cannot, people that ha could afford it cannot, could not travel uh, to other countries. So they, so this become very, very strong, like the segment here in Brazil the, over the last two years. And I think uh, they, they gonna, I think they have everything to be a, a success here. They are, at least they are showing or talking about uh, trying to keep the culture because you were talking about the design and all that. Yeah. They have this conscious at least of trying to, and I think that I saw some pictures and they look great and working with locals, local artists, I think that's, that's part of the experience. So I think I think they they nail it, and I think also that it's good they were saying too in the article they are offering this wellness experience, and that reminded me that I was talking to actually to someone in Miami, uh, Tammy Payel, I think it's her name. She's a VP of Spa Wellness Operations at Corilon Miami Wellness Resort, and she was telling that wellness experience it's so trendy too because people let's face it people are. Uh, exhausted, stressed out, and everything. And so I think uh, uh, Rosewood was also nail it when they incorporate this demand of wellness experience. So yeah, it, it, it's it's looking good so far for them. I mean, they just opened. We'll see how it goes, operations and all that. But it it have everything to to be a success for sure. Yeah, we'll wait when EV Hotel opens in Brazil. Oh. When are you going to do it, Ken? Please, let me know. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it. We'll bring it, you know? Please. I'll, yeah. I'll personally fly down there the minute I sign that agreement. I so. bet. I'm coming yeah. too. Oh, my God. You have to all come in. Give me a call, please. So we drink a caipirinha, you know? The, the real Brazilian experience. I don't, I don't drink, but I like the sound of that. It just sounds You You can see where our expense reports are filled out. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it's, it, it is a good sign for us, seriously, now, because it, it is, have it, we, are, we are, like I said, it's like, well, I think it's 146 to be precise uh, openings until yeah. 2025. So even with the pandemic and all that, uh, the investors are still seeing us as a, a good market. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's a recovery there. I, you know, I mean, everybody yeah. knows I, I really follow a lot of data throughout the globe. So it's, you know, I've seen the recovery standpoints as to where it is, even in the technology phase over there. And even the new innovations that come out from the technology side. I mean, you know, Brazil's very big with crypto as well. So, you know, yeah. a lot of minting going on over there, you know, and I'm not talking bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> no, know? yeah, I, I think I think the, the, the challenge with Brazil per se, it's we are so huge, like we are a continent, you are too, US, but we have so much it's so different, like socially, economically. It's yeah. it, it it is it is a challenging country to be honest so but it's a beautiful country and yeah. we love the differences it's may i think it's what make us so so good i think so yeah and and just about the recovering i was actually reading yesterday uh we are recovering yes uh the occupation rates are kind of 50 percent or something like that now it's better because it's carnival season it's our peak season now so that's that's great but uh, that's the discussion I think you have too in, US, in the U.S. is that the rates, they drop too much. So even though the, it's the whole discussion here, if, if it was a good move or not, because, you know, you have the compensation rate going in, coming up, but it's, it's not profitable almost. So I don't know. That's the yeah, revenue I, manager. I, things, I, I don't say, know. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite festival, my favorite time and my favorite place to go in brazil is obviously rio 
So yeah. I love Yo, that. now you want my my heart can really because I'm from Rio. If I, you well, know. you know, I, I mean I love to go there. My friends from Dubai, my friends from New York. We love to go to the carnival. Obviously, the last few years it's been you know not it's so been canceled. It's it's canceled that this they year too. This year, right? Yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's a big it's a big thing here because people were really expecting uh, the carnival. Of course, it's our biggest thing. So I we are not sure what's going to happen, but it's officially it's canceled. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's going to be uh, let's just say 2023. You know, yeah. I think I said before the what was it? I think beginning of 2021, somewhere in April. Uh, May, I said the year we recover in hospitality and overall is the first quarter of 2023. And, you know, I mean, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, that's what I still feel. And I think we're going to have to wait till then, you know, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I won't be able to touch near as much as Paula did, you know, just <laughs> her being there. Well, but, you just leave, um, be like me, you know, put two sentences in there and then. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, Paula, Paula mentioned all the differences, cultural, economic, social differences. And it really seems like this hotel is embracing that. Um, you know, I love a boutique hotel that, you know, is different. I want to go to Brazil and feel like I'm in Brazil. And we'll have, what was those drinks that uh, you talked about? Caipirinha. <laughs> oh my God. This is like, this is like the lesson of the day. Yeah. yeah. Caipirinha. Yeah. I want to have a caipirinha when I go to Brazil. <laughs> I want to have a Michelob Ultra. So it just, it's... <laughs> The way that they're embracing the the cultural differences um, is is encouraging. Just, it, I mean, this is a huge project, and they're not just uh, you know making making a big big box feel. So that's my two cents. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Calvin, man, I don't I don't have anything to add to that other than what I love uh, the Capilinha. That's all I want to talk about. How do you make how do you make one? <laughs> <laughs> I have to send to the U.S. I think you have there, but the alcohol, it's not vodka. It's called cachaça. It's our, uh, with from sugar cane. One day oh. I'll send you a box to you guys and you give me your address and I'll, I'll have to I got, I got the best idea for the next show, especially when uh, Brian and Stephanie come back. You know, especially Brian. Brian's involved. You know, he, he's always involved in so many ventures and one of them. You know, he does have something to do with drinks and alcohol and something of that sort. So we got to bring this up. He'll be all over it. He'll probably <laughs> call, make a call. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sounds cool. I, I like that. But but I do agree with what Jeff said. I mean, just embracing the culture like that is what that's what really creates an experience for for somebody traveling. Um, so I, I it just made me want to go. You know, just. Oh, Brazil's awesome. I mean, wonderfully you know, done. That's the that's the best one of the best spots to go out there. Look, we even have a we yeah. got Lisa Jordan telling us Carnival 2023. Let's that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Let's all do Let's it. Go. Yeah. The, the EV hotel team is coming. <laughs> yep. We're definitely coming. I mean, you know, I, it will I love be your, 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 sorry, it will be your payback from Brazilians go to Disney and have like a whole bunch of Brazilians with the flag. Like I don't know if you if you heard about it. The, we have a bad reputation for that. So then we'll be like you guys coming to Carnival with the flag, if you know, and making that's a mess it. of it. Yeah, we got we got our own flag too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But awesome, EV awesome. flag. Yeah. So let's let's go to Brazil. Yeah. To you know my favorite part of the world between Saudi Arabia and Dubai, my. I don't know. Sometimes I call it my first home. Sometimes I call it my second home. You know, um, just love that part of the country. So, and I know my buddies are watching. So, just, you know, I, I shout out, you know, I do shout out to you guys every week. And here's another one. It's so I think if people heard me talking, they probably heard me talking about the Saudi PIP $1 trillion fund that included $565 billion towards hospitality. And I said something was coming. And here is something. They just created from that fund, the boutique group is going to be owned by them. They're going to develop historical culture places into ultra luxury boutique hotels. Wow. Guests will enjoy luxury villas, dedicated butler services, 
high-end dining and private experiences. And I will tell you, this is gonna rock the hospitality industry worldwide. And I knew this was coming. I knew it was gonna be in a big way. And this is a big way. Um, I mean, they're talking about hundreds of hotels. They're talking, when they do something, it's not small yeah. at all. So you're talking, their, their biggest thing in the Dubai, Saudi Arabia world is they really focus a lot on that dedicated butler service. And I think the guys here know, and you might know a little bit, Paula, is I come from that side of the world with my hospitality training and all of these things. So that's why I don't focus on what we call point service. I focus on the hand service. So when we talk about dedicated butler service, that's more of the hand service. That is why you only get a seven-star hotel over there. And they are going to deliver that experience. They're going to deliver the service that the industry has never seen if they get out of Saudi Arabia and Dubai. And I think their goal is to. They're going to deliver this boutique group throughout the world. So this is going to be huge, huge. So I'll go Calvin first here. Calvin? I, I Look, again, I think it is – I mean, what do you say bad about that? I mean, there's nothing you can no. say bad about that. <laughs> it isn't. But I do – I love it because mm -hmm. I think what's missing – and I'm not saying everywhere here in the States is that hospitality piece of it. And man, that is, that is people going to flock to that place to get that experience. And oh, I, most definitely. I, you know what I mean? It's because, you know, and I'm sure there's places in the States that do that level of luxury experience, but it's not a lot of them. And, and, and that, that seems like that's something that they're focused on. And that's, that's what you, that's what you call memorable guest experiences. And that's what people are looking for. They want a memory. They want something that's they can't get anywhere else. They want something unique. They don't, you know, it just it's just so in places today here in the states. I mean, you go from one hotel to the other, you can switch signs, nobody will even know the difference. Um, you know, so I just think they're they're what they're trying to do there is is revolutionary. And and I just love it. What you hope happens is that take everybody else to the next level. Yeah. yeah. They raised the bar and I love that, you know, so I think that's that's what's great yeah. about it. They raise the bar and people when what that happens when that happens, customers expectations also rise. So they, people are going to be forced to, hey, look, why you can't do this? Because like you said, Ken, it's, it's mostly people that's creating yes. experiences. Of course, they use technology, but it's really mm -hmm. the one on one service that they provide that really takes things to the next level memories memories i love it I love it, it is it is and you know that's why i always say that that part of the country and the world they know what people want you know what i mean they know what people want i learned that in school mm -hmm. that what they care about more is what the people want yep it's not what they want to develop they know what people love you know See, and they understand it. So, Paula? Yeah, uh, I think uh, Calvin mentioned something that uh, I totally agree. I think it's like luxury nowadays. It's so much more than just fancy uh, beds or fancy buildings. Right. It is the experience. And when you combine this with this kind of service and this ultra luxurious plus beyond expectation service, then it's where magic happens. And I'm impressed. I, when I was reading the article, I was like genuinely impressed. And of course, I do like too, because it's a little bit like the, the last article that they they also are uh, worried or thinking, considering the historical and the cultural uh, palaces and all that, incorporating that. So yeah, they are in another level, Ked. I, I agree with you. When I, Every time I see something like that, it's like, yeah, they, it's a whole another league. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, welcome to Hospitality 360, where we like to educate the industry, yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. impress people like you. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Jeff, thank you, Paula. Yeah, I think this is going to be very successful uh, for, for two reasons. 
Um, people want a unique experience. You know, that's really what a boutique experience is. And they have the most unique thing ever that it's going to be in palaces. Like where else are you going to get what, that? Man, right. Yeah. I mean, so that's going to get people in the doors, maybe get them there for the first mm -hmm. time. But what's going to make people coming back is what we've been talking about. It's about that seven star that no one's even heard of experience. Right? <laughs> exactly. You yeah. know, and you know, like I said, the palace, it's awesome. That's what's going to get, you know, somebody excited. Yeah, I'll go stay in a palace. But if you go there and you don't get the, you know, the service or the experience that you think, you're not going to go back. Exactly. So I think they, they have a lot of unique things going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. I got something planned very special for you guys this summer. You know? Uh, right. Oh my God. Something I'm very a very special. curious person, Ken. You, you can come to me, Paula. Don't worry. You <laughs> It's uh, you're part of the EV team now. So, you know, oh, when you come on the show, you're always part of the EV team and all our audience and supporters are part of the EV team as well. So, you know, it's just what I call, I mean, you know, I'm usually in Dubai three to four times a year. And um, what I love the most is what Jeff just said, you know, and what even Calvin said and what you said, Paula, is they know how to treat people. They know what people want. They know how to deliver an experience that you normally would only get, just like Jeff said, at a palace, right? So they understand that. We, I think we're behind here, right? So now this is the reason when I think of everything with DV Hotel, this is what I've been taught. You know, this is what I've been taught. What do people want? What do people love? And that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to bring the Dubai seven-star experience here in the United States and obviously globally too. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. But, you know, for till then, we'll go to Dubai and experience it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Tim, but, you know, I think what, what, what the word is that we're looking for here that they do exceptionally well is one of our core values, which is anticipatory. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're right on. Right yeah. now, and that's one of our core values is is to be able to uh, think before the guest even realizes what they want. Yeah. And, and exactly, um, I think the Japanese word for it, what is it, amo amo nashi, amo nashi something like that. Amanashi. Um, Can help. Amo amo is the word. It's called anticipatory service, but it's a Japanese word. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but yeah. Well, you just educated me, so. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I think just to add something, I think it's so, this is where things get, again, special. Um, sometimes we try to, to, we try, now I'm talking as a hotelier still, but I'm not. But anyway, uh, hotels try to, to, to sell uh, their experience that they think will be good. Yep. And they don't actually listen to what the guests are wanting. And, and, and it's so simple, you know, it's, and yet so uh, uh, people don't don't pay attention to it. So I, I think when when you when you emphasize Ken that all the time that they know what they want, I think that mm -hmm. it's about that. It's not only just pushing what you want that people want. You mm -hmm. know, it's actually understanding the guests. That's that's absolutely. That's cool. It's it's all about the guests every day, every night, every minute, every hour. It's all about the guests. We got. You know, when they say they're ticked off about not getting housekeeping, they don't like the breakfast. And if we don't if we don't figure that out, then you're not going to have the guests and you're going to have unhappy guests and people that are not going to return, not want to pay, get angry. I mean, I, I think I saw a LinkedIn post uh, from one of these guys that does shows and stuff and in hospitality and you know, he said that we need to raise our rates and we need to um, raise our rates this summer. And, you know, I'm going to be raising my rates. I'm like, this is to cover our cost. I'm like, that's not hospitality. That's not how we look at things. Just because your cost is going up doesn't mean you raise your rates. <laughs> Deliver the service and then raise your rates. Right. You know, it's about service end of the day. If you have great service, people will pay. Somebody's just not going to – I mean, you don't tell that to people. That's not how we do hospitality. I mean, that's the wrong message to send to people, first of all. You know, it's just 
these are things that's wrong with our industry. And when I look at it, you'll never hear anybody in that country. And I, I mean, there's great people here. We have great people. We have great leaders. You know, but when somebody that's influential in a way and says something like that, you're delivering the wrong message to even the employees of the industry. And that's what we need to stop. And even the guests, because guests see those messages and see those things. Those should be like internal conversations, you know, and you can't we can't just say that you're going to try to do that to cover costs. What cost? What cost? Service is free. You know, employees are getting paid what they're supposed to get paid. They, they've been penny picked for years. So now they're getting the proper payment that they're supposed to get. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these are kind of the things, you know, but this is what you'll get on this show, Paula. You'll hear me rant yeah. off. You know, this is what yeah. you get. But, yeah. you know, it, it's good. It's good that you're straightforward. I think it uh, it's a conversation that there are some conversations that are not so comfortable to have, let's say. Mm-hmm. But I think I applaud you for for having, you know, you get the real yeah. raw yeah. version. That's this is the, this is this is the keep it real show. Yeah, you get the real, <laughs> real version. <laughs> Everybody knows that, you know, there's no there's no salt here. You know what I mean? And there's definitely no sugar here. <laughs> you know? No so, chaser. We give it to you straight. No chaser. Straight. That's it. We give it to you straight. Straight talk. Straight talk wireless. I gave you a promo, straight talk wireless. There you go. Yeah. But, you know, so I'll take you to... From hospitality to hospitality with airfare. How about that? (laughs) So Four Seasons is launching a 2023 private jet journey. So they actually announced this in late 2021. It's going to take flight in 2023. A five-star experience in the sky. Seven Curated itineraries will allow remarkable destinations with private travel. So here it is, guys. March 2023 is obviously going to be the first time they're going to launch this and going to start. that. The destinations included here is the Taj Mahal and Bang, Dubai, Bali, Prague, London, and more locations are obviously added into that is i mean this is amazing you know big congratulations for four seasons i think everybody knows that ev hotel also has a private aviation aspect into it we announced it months ago and i'm glad to see that not saying we did it first they obviously said late 2021 uh that's about when we talked about private aviation with DV Hotel as well, and we have that component included. And I say, and we've talked about this on the show, there's other companies that have done that. There's actually a hospitality company out of Dubai, good friends of mine. They only have three, four locations, but in different parts of the world. And they they got their own uh, private jet that takes them from one location to the next location. I think this is perfect. We've talked about a hotel in Germany that's doing that. This is an experience. This is an experience. You tell somebody that you can take them from Dubai to Germany and on our jet, you can stay at our hotel in Germany as well. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. I mean, you're you're giving them where they don't have to worry about finding airfare and then finding a hotel. So Jeff, I'll go to you first. I know you're the man of the hour world traveler <laughs> yeah i just want to say hats off to those people that can take you know 22 day vacations like I would <laughs> that, you know, that that's would what i'm talking about yeah that's, that's that, what that, I'm that sounds nice um but yeah i mean i i always try to put myself in the in these people's shoes mm-hmm. and it would be an absolute nightmare to try to get to seven different eight different ten different cities you know, and coordinate the flights and coordinate the times and go to the different websites. It would be a nightmare. You just couldn't do it. But if it's all packaged together, you know, in a nice, in a nice, uh, you know, package, it's 
it makes it doable. And then being able to stay at the hotels, you know what you're going to get in each location while getting to experience, you know, the different cultures. And I always know when I'm on a, when I'm on a plane, like mm-hmm. we went to Hawaii uh, last summer or in the summer and we lost two days of our vacation because of travel days. You know, if you're doing this, you're not losing anything. That's probably just as fun as the vacation itself is being on the plane. So, I mean, you pick yeah. up a couple days of, of vacation while on the flight. It's, it's a win-win. So it, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. and Jeff, I'm going to piggyback on your two weeks and three weeks here is that the people they're targeting with these packages is one and only. Yeah. Is the cruises, you know, the cruises. Yeah. When they take those three-week cruises, two-week cruises, they're sending them to – and that's what, that, that's what it was with the cruise formula, right? We'll drop you at this destination. We'll drop you at this destination. We'll drop you at this destination. You get to stay over. Sometimes the cruise stays overnight. We're going to give you these excursions that you can do. And this is what that private aviation and that hospitality combination is doing now is they're giving you that same feel. You know, they're giving you that same feel that, look, you get a private jet, you know, you get private service. So, Calvin? Yeah, I I wish I could do it too. But I, I had to. I was like, when I read it, I was like, I, I would love to do that. But you know what? I looked it up and did some research. Some things would have to seriously change in my life for me. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I, and I, I looked this up. So I, okay, I, I got right here. Yeah. It says the world of adventures four seasons private jet journey will operate May third through May twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. And will cost $180,000 per passenger based on double occupancy. Dude, I can't even play. $90,000? Can I jump in real quick? Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking the same thing as you, Calvin. Like, no way. But the people, <laughs> the people who are going to do this, I bet you all of them would say it was worth it. Like yeah. I, I, think about, I think about when I go to Disney yep. World. Disney World is by far and away the most expensive theme park out of all of these theme parks here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of money there. Like I'm uh-huh. a lot of money every time I go. <laughs> I always feel like the value is worth it. So even if they're going to be spending a lot of money, they're going to be getting yeah. a lot of value as well. I agree with you 100%. If you got it like that, hey, yes. do it. Well, you, you know who's, who's going to go are the people that are retired. and. Yep. You know, we're seeing early retirement. So they're kind of putting this thing in early retirement and the retirees. Right. Yeah. So they're taking the early retirement piece. They know it's like a younger. It's not under that 64. It's in that now 50 range. You know what I mean? So they're creating these experiences for them to say, oh, yeah, nice severance package. Here you go. Come on over here. It's those those crypto investors. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There you go. There you go. I was, trying to get, I was trying to get somebody. I was giving somebody the punchline here. It's those cryptocurrency investors, those Bitcoin investors. That's it. That's what this is. That's what it is. The next thing is pay with your crypto. That's mm-hmm. what's coming after. Yeah, there it is. There it, it is. is. Paula. Oh, I don't have much to add to this because it's clearly not my, I'm not the target audience here. So it's hard to even uh, yet comment, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a fantastic uh, experience and it's a fantastic idea, like Jeff was saying, because if you do on your own, it, seem, it would be impossible. So it's convenient, like we said earlier in the show. I think people want that a lot. So I think the only thing that I can actually add is that I read the, I read the list and it doesn't include Brazil. I, I I felt left out and it included Argentina, which is even more. Because, <laughs> you know, Brazil and Argentina are. Call me Argentina. <laughs> yeah. So that's my only objection to that thing. But it, it, it sounds right. good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, look, you know, they need to bring the price down, you know, but I think they're definitely targeting a certain audience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they know what they're doing. Um, and the countries I will tell you that they're targeting are crypto countries. Okay. 
Look, you're talking about India. You're talking about Dubai, Bailey, Prague, London. These are crypto countries, okay? To give our audience and tell them that this is a crypto airline, you know? And this is the crypto philosophy that they're following. So wow, I think, you know, this is what's happening here. But fortunately, you know, we're going to have to wait at EV to take that jet. But down the road, EV will get its own jet. And we'll have our own experience. Man, and I love the way you think. <laughs> I love the way you think. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, this is going to happen. I mean, it's, this is the new way. I mean, if you look at the stock market, you're talking about a lot of private aviation. You're talking about helicopters taking you to places. You're talking about air taxis. So a lot of these things are, are going to shift that way, you know, and it's going to get become, it already is becoming more affordable on private aviation. If you're on the West Coast, like if you want to go to LA to Vegas, it's basically a round airfare that you would have paid on a, on a charter jet. Basically, it would be a one-way ticket with the private jet. So it's getting there slowly as the demand is building, more companies are coming it will definitely get to that level. So thank you guys. So our last piece of the show will take us to what we've been talking about for 18 months. Okay. And maybe even more than that now. Yeah. So hospitality is saying people are still quitting. They're still quitting. I mean, just listen to this numbers guys. Okay. 3.5 million people have at least temporarily left the U.S. workforce since March of 2020. 1.2 million in of that number is in leisure and hospitality. So basically, we're talking one-third, right? So we, we thought, oh, you know what? Oh, pandemic's over. You know, this is all good. October came around. Summer numbers were great. So what the hell happened in November? Because 1 million people in hospitality <clears throat> quit in November of 2021 alone. So in this article piece, it says they, they kind of surveyed a lot of people, right? And, you know, they, they kind of surveyed real people, basically real people. And... The people that said what was the issue was wages were low, okay? This is raw data right here on Hospitality 360, raw data. Average pay of a hospitality worker is $515 a week, including tips. The worst pay of all sectors per the Bureau of Labor data imagine that what the hell do you do with 515 dollars a week what the <laughs> you know i mean including tips you can't live i mean this should be a reality check to people thinking that when i hear employees don't want to work employees don't want to work because of things like this I mean, how do you think you're going to find an employee right now? I mean, everybody probably knows that watches this show or has been a panel guest on this show or an EV member or an EV team member, I should say, that I'm an Uber guy. I'm a diamond Uber guy, and I talk to every single driver that I'm in the car with. And they're from a lot of different sectors, but every day – or it's got to be like at least five, six times a week, somebody's from hospitality, right? They're like, look, I make, they average, I, I you know, I kind of have it in my head now how much they average per hour is anywhere from 25 to $30 per hour. That's what they average, right? If we're paying people $11, $12, you want to drive an Uber or you want to clean rooms or check somebody in? What would you like to do? So what do you substitute the other $18? You know, what do you substitute the $18 for? It's called culture. 
It's called benefits. And I don't mean medical benefits. You know, I think on the show we had previously, we talked about how this restaurant here in Florida came up with other benefits that included tuition reimbursement, daycare reimbursement, right? Those things have to happen in this industry for employees to come back. Or you need to lower their task. You can't imagine. So the last piece on this article is why they quit, okay? Why they quit. Due to health and safety reasons. So there's a lot here. You know, this is from real people, real people. So I'll go to you, Paula, first. What are your thoughts on this? There's a lot here. I know there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, I think that it's it's quite surprising, actually, that the problems are almost the same, even though I'm talking to Brazil and the U.S., because we have the same thing here. Uh, it's very hard to hire staff back. Uh, people that lost their jobs and while working in the hospitality, they don't want to come back. And basically because of the wage, they are very low, as you're saying. So they have to do double. They, they, should, they, they had to work in two different places to survive. Mm -hmm. no, not even to, you know, to have extra. No, it's to survive. And I, I don't know how it is there exactly. But here, it is that low that you get paid. But they, at the same time, they want you to have university degree, and they have you have to speak English, and you have to like it. It it, it doesn't fit, you know. It really it, it it's it, and also it's it's been a problem for so many years because you see the high turnover rates. That was showing you that something was wrong, I think. So we have to go to pandemic and all that to be so dramatically to people actually start listening and thinking oh yeah we have a problem people don't are not satisfied to work in hospitality at least in brazil here we i don't know i don't even know one person not even one that or a kid in this case that said oh when i grow up i want to work in a hotel you know and yeah. i think that says a lot i think so it does it does and this is a build-up for so many years now I can yeah. tell you this is a buildup. Something like this just doesn't happen overnight and doesn't happen because of pandemic. I, I think I will tell you, I mean, there's just raw data. 2018, our employment rate in the United States was 5.1%. And we were having a hard time finding employees. That's almost, what, two years before the pandemic, you know? So this has been a buildup. This has been just a constant, constant buildup of ownerships, management companies that want to underpay employees and want to ask them to do more, conflicts of employees having with managers and managers not getting proper trainings, GM turnovers. I mean, you're just talking, it's, it's a massive, massive issue that we've had and it's never been controlled because the main focus is how much money we making, what's the rev par, what's the ADR. It hasn't been about the employees. And now everybody wants to make it about the employees. So let's make it right. Let's treat them well, create culture, create training, and don't set them up for failure. You know, Calvin? Yeah, you, you just summed it up, Ken, right there. You know, the, we've been talking about this pretty much a lot of shows and culture is everything. We, we talk about that all the time. We have core values that address those things to make sure we have the culture that we want to have at EV. And so um, I agree with you. Uh, you got to pay people. Maslow's hierarchy. This basic people have to have their basic needs met at least to start there. Um, and and what I, when I read this, I, I never thought about it. I probably have, but I didn't know it, it was a term for it. This called emotional labor. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. AQ now. Yeah, that was AQ very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so basically what they're saying is people have stress because they're worried about paying their bills, yep. but they're, they're, they're there to service a guest and they have to suppress how they really feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it, what it does is it internalizes, it makes people stressed, ill, all of that. And Blow just, when you think about that, that's, that's hard. It's hard. That's hard. And so all of that stuff, man, people just don't want to do it. 
No, and and, and, it, and this situation doesn't help of right. trying to pay people $10 an hour to clean right. two rooms an hour, right? And then telling them we're sold out and you need to clean faster and you need to clean faster. They're barely paying their bills, making $515 a exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you, know? you think about all the stuff that was listed in that article, I mean, think about what are you, okay, if I list, hey, come on over here, work for me, get low wages, Go, you're gonna miss all your holidays. Guess what else? You're not gonna see your family. Yeah, and guess what? You're gonna yeah. be stressed all the time, and you gotta act like you're happy. Yeah, come work yeah. here with the come on, man. Who wants I to know. do that? I know nobody wants to do it's, that. It's so, horrible, and that's why when I see these people go up on the panels at these conferences and talk about how the industry's back, how the industry's back, they're they're missing the boat. They don't understand what the industry is even. You know, forget about back. They're not understanding what the industry is. They don't understand what the employees want. Yes. yes. This is what the employees want. Yep. You know, fix the issues. Don't talk about what's a trending issue. Learn what the issue is. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about because human trafficking is in the news. Now we're going to talk about human trafficking. The ref part is in the news. The urban markets are in the news. So everything is in the news. We're going to talk about what's in the news. No, talk to people, figure out what they want and talk mm -hmm. about that yeah. rather than figuring out what's in the news. And that's what you're going to talk about in, mm -hmm. in the panel at conferences. You know, let's, let's, it's a reality check right now. You know, this mm -hmm. is a reality check. I'm trying to give them the, the O'Reilly factor right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but I always say, Ken, there, there is no guest experience without a, a positive employee experience. No, it's there is with the employee. No. And if, if the right. employees are frustrated and they have this issue that they got to bring their dirty laundry from home and then they got more dirty laundry at work, you're never going to get clean laundry. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You're yeah. never going to get that. So. Yeah. It's fortunate that we're at this point for people to understand. And then on top of it, the bigger issue now we have is you have more staffing agencies that are just bringing people in. They're just like, oh, yeah, come on and come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And, and these people have no training. They have no idea. And the mm -hmm. hotels are just hiring them. Yeah, yeah, we just need somebody. We just need somebody. Come on in. Yep. It's like they yep. just got off a train and a bus and let's go. <laughs> Load yeah. them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we've just got to, it's, it's a complete mess. It's a complete yeah. mess, you know, Jeff? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be super brief. You guys hit it. Um, but I mean, if everyone that was pulled didn't say that they left because of not getting paid enough money, then you know it's a real issue with culture. I would think if I, if you're getting paid $515 a week, every single person would have said, I left because money. But half of them said, because of the culture or you know, I'm not enjoying it or I'm not respected. That's a major, major issue. So I'll just, I'll kind of leave that there. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? It's just, it really gets me because I feel for the employees. You know what I mean? I really do. I come from that world. You know, I come from that world of working from nothing at all at 15 years old to making myself to where I am today, you know, making myself. So I feel for those employees. I feel for how they've been treated and how they've been dealt with. And, you know, I don't feel for the people that, what you know, I'm not gonna say I don't feel for them, but you know, the expectations of our industry right now are too high of our employees. You know, they need to level it down. They need to level it down. And and I think that's what the goal should be here. That let's make sure we give them responsibilities to what you're paying them for. You know what I mean? If you want a lot from them, then pay them well. You know, that's kind of where I am with it. But Obviously, thank you, Paula. Uh, and I want to kind of leave it at a video that we we just came out with. So you you got the first new intro video, and I want to release our outro video as well before we end the show. <clears throat> so. 
everybody just saw that, you know, uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Hospitality360. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram as well, EV Hotel, myself, Calvin, Jeff, Paula. They are all on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. If not, I don't know if they are, but I know <laughs> Instagram and LinkedIn. But, you know, thank you, Paula, for joining us live from Brazil. Um, I want to also thank our sponsors, CCC and Surf Request. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Calvin, for being here. Great, amazing show. We are so excited for next week as well. I mean, it's going to be just amazing. So we just can't wait to get to Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> I'm just happy that Valentine's Day in Brazil, it's only in June, so I have no boyfriend, no partner, nothing. So I'm happy I won't be. It's not that close for us right now. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think Valentine's Day, maybe I shouldn't even say it. Yeah, don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 Ken. I could tell that was going to be one of those. Maybe I should just leave it. I should just be like, Thumbs up. Yes, Valentine's yeah. Day. EV. <laughs> EV. So Paula doesn't know our EV sign. All our guests oh. on the show. This is our EV sign. There oh, you go. Cool. EV. Cool. So thank you, Paula, once again. Uh, we look forward to having you again. And, you know, it was a pleasure. Thank you yes. for taking the time Man. to come on the show as well. And good luck, obviously, with everything you're doing in 2022. So. Thank you so much. It was a real pleasure and it was not stressful as I thought it would be. So thank you for that. It was really fun. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody that is watching. Stress-free hospitality. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.